On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I break down the 76ers game six victory moving on to round number two and why this hard-fought series was good for them moving forward in the Eastern Conference playoffs. That's next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome, you are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host and partner from the Inquirer.com, Sixers beat writer Keith Pompey. What's up, Keith? Big What's win. What's good, D? How you doing? Big win. Boys moving yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, they beat them like they stole something. <laughs> <laughs> they should have done that last game. But nevertheless, they got it done. And uh, thanks to everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube right here as we are Locked On 76ers and Locked On to round number two after a game six win in Toronto, a 132-97, 35-point beatdown of the Raptors last night in Toronto. And Keith, it was a really entertaining game in the first half where both teams couldn't miss and then the Sixers came out of the locker room turned up their defense and their offense just went on a big time run yeah it was crazy because the third quarter they outscored them 37 to 17 the Sixers like went on a 17-0 run and it was game over and it was it was a combination of the Sixers not being able to I'm not missing shots and I'm not making shots it was uh it was it was like a bad. I mean, it was great for the Sixers, but it was bad for for um, for Toronto. But you know, I mean, the thing that got me was that the seventy six thing that stood out to me was how the seventy sixers all stepped up. You know what I mean? Like Joel, you know, when he was warming up, you just saw him kept pounding the ball, pounding the ball, pounding the ball, pounding it with his bad hand, right? Okay. So he's like, okay, he's trying to get adjusted to the pain, right? And then he went out there, and to me, you couldn't even tell if he had a bad end or not. I mean, he was just – he wasn't favoring. He just did what he had to do. Yeah, it was his best performance so far with the ligament injury in his thumb in the first quarter. To your point, he had eight points, um, two for four from the floor and two for four from the uh, – f- uh, four for four from the foul line. So – he looked pretty good out there. Defensively, overall, he had three blocks for the game. He had some steals as well. Really good performance from him. Everyone stepped up. But I wanted to talk to you, Keith, about this one as we talk about the game in general, but why this series overall that went six was good for the Sixers because we saw it last year, what happened with the Atlanta Hawks. Now, they were the favorite, the number one seed, and they took their foot off the gas a little bit. Give credit to the Atlanta Hawks for how they played them. But the Sixers should have taken care of business, as we know, losing three or four at the center last year in the second round of the playoffs, and they were eliminated in the second round. Now, here we are. They're the fourth seed. They're going to Miami. They're going to play them. But Toronto battled them. Toronto made them adjust. Toronto threw a lot of different things at them that should have them now sharp going into this series, despite the injuries, all that stuff. We know that. 
if you're not prepared for the number one overall team and the way that the Toronto Raptors played you and pushed you to the limit, then there's a problem. And I think this was a really good test for the Sixers going into this series. However you feel about them winning the series, we'll get into all of that at, a, at another time. But they really got the best of the Toronto Raptors with players missing, Van Vliet, um, Scotty Barnes missed some time. Uh, also, Gary Trent wasn't himself early on. And they all started to come out. They all started to figure it out. Nick Nurse doing what he needed to do to get the officials to pay attention to what was happening. But they got the Sixers' attention. It was late, but they got their attention. And I think this may help them out in the long run for the next series. Uh, yes and no. I respectfully disagree. I'm okay. going to be on my Joel Embiid. I respectfully, right? But like, nah, and the reason why I disagree is I, I think it's good. I do. But I think it's like the equivalent of having a sparring partner, but you got to fight Tyson. Like, yeah, that person is going to throw those punches, but they're not going to come with the uh, velocity and 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 the and the the, um, the ferociousness of of Tyson. And, and what I mean by that is when you look at um, the Miami Heat. Now, again, all that stuff is good. What you said. But I'm just looking at a, a different caliber of player, a better player at the Heat, a, a, a you know a, a quality a coach as yeah. well, right? Huh? Better team, better better team, yeah. a better team. Like you know, I'm looking at this Miami Heat team, and they got five guys. They have five guys who average in double figures in the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? And none of them are Kyle Lowry. And then PJ Tucker is a six guy averaging nine point six, but Kyle Lowry leads the team in blocks and he leads the team in assists so when i when i see stuff like that i see a lot of balance and you know victor oladipo's back now he's been balling for him so again yes this is good but it's kind of like a different caliber of competitor it's also a different roster too because this toronto raptors team is forward heavy whereas this other team has more balance and and but, but they lean more towards the guard. So, you know what I mean? So I get what Eric, you're saying. You know, I just I get uh, it. think, huh? I get it, but I also think that the 76ers match up better with the Miami Heat than they did the Toronto Raptors because of what you just said. They're we'll more see. balanced. The Sixers are more balanced in that way of a more traditional sense of their personnel, the same with the Miami Heat, where the Raptors have all these weird – guys that can go from six seven six eight six nine and play those multiple positions i i think that they match up better with the miami heat again we're not getting in predictions yet but just simply pointing out i think they are better prepared now knowing how the toronto raptors played them going into this series against the miami heat i feel like they're better prepared going into this one we'll see bro we will see. see We will absolutely see. I mean, I mean, we're not like, yeah, we're like you said, we're not doing predictions, but we'll just yeah. see. Cause I just think, I don't know. I think it's just horses for courses, and it's a different course. It it, it is a def is definitely a different course. You got to go about it so much differently than you did in the first one. But now their legs are underneath them. They had six tough games. And we'll see what happens when things get started next Monday. We'll get there. We'll talk about that. But first, Keith, let me tell you and everybody about Built Bar. After a long night last night, of course, with the game and the Sixers winning it and post game for us and what we had to do uh, for you, the writing and me for the post game show and the radio show. I needed my built bar. I needed a snack. I finished my dinner. All that stuff was done. I needed something to 
hold me over uh, for the evening. And I went to Bill Bar, like I always do. And if you haven't tried the Puffs, as we've been telling you this for a while, you're missing out on one of the best tasting bars overall. They're 100% real chocolate, covered in 100% real chocolate. They're the first ever, the Puffs are, first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. They're fan favorite. They come in many different flavors from yummy, cinnamony, churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, so good. They are going to be your new favorite. And again, if I didn't tell you, I think I did, all built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, yes, including the puffs. They're low in calorie, high in protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to what you usually get from the candy bars, 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Let me give you a few more flavors. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and for this month, new white chocolate cookies and cream. Delicious. Check them out. Make sure you get in there. I've been telling you about them for a while, and I hope you've been able to at least check them out online at Built.com to see what they have at Built Bar. They're all about the taste. They make it delicious. Figure it out later to make it healthy, making sure you're all good overall. But go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your first order using promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. How can you say back. do it today, people? Do it today. You're <laughs> supposed to jump in and do that. Do it today, people. <laughs> do it today. And do this today, too. Thanks for making Locked On 76 is your first listen. As always, thank you for making your first listen for us. Now, do it today, people. Check out your next listen and the uh, Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps is what you'll get there of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. And Keith, as you talk about the other guys stepping up in the game last night in the 35-point victory, really that third quarter, putting them away 37-17, it was about the first quarter. It was about the first half that stayed in the game with the Toronto Raptors, and that is one James Harden. We finally got, in my opinion, the James Harden game we've been waiting for. Yeah, you know what, and I, and I think what it was is he. Now I get what what they mean by we wanted him to be more aggressive. And we want him to attack. Do you know his first four shots were all layups? Yep. Now he missed one, but then yep. he got a dunk, and then he made the uh, the other two after that. And so what that did is the Sixers had in the first quarter they scored thirty four points. Twenty of those points were points in the paint. Yep. And James was like the driving force. And it was one of those things where, you know, they were his first four shots. They weren't the boom, 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 step back three. And, you know, you look at it, he shot two for five for three, which is, you know, 40%, which isn't bad. But, you know, it was one to me, what we saw was what they want, a guy who's going to drive to the basket. And he was going, he wasn't, he was attacking the basket to a point is either he's going to get the layup or you're going to foul. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I felt like that was a a good game for him. And then, you know, he he did also have a a game high 15 assists assists to go with 22 points. He was also a plus 38, right? (laughs) So he had a, he had a quality game today. This was the game we were waiting for. Again, my theory, your two, your star, your superstar, your best player will win you two. You get one from everybody else, and that was really Maxie and Harris in that game one. 
And then today, while Embiid was 33-10, and 10, Maxi had his 25. Tobias Harris to double-double again with 19 points and 11 rebounds. James Harden with his 10 points, 5 assists in the first quarter. Really set the tone, Keith, as you just talked about. His numbers going 3 for 4, 4 for 4 from the foul line. That one miss was a that missed layup right on the right side of the rim. I don't know how he missed it, but he missed it. And um, that was the first quarter. And he really set the tone with that aggression. And, uh, again, just putting on full display, to your point, of what they're asking him to do. It doesn't have to be the threes. They'll come in the flow of the game because the way the ball moves. You see Maxi attacking later where he had the 15 in the third quarter. Danny Green is getting his shots going because they're feeding him. And they're going to have to pay attention to those. So he'll get those individual matchups where he's able to go one-on-one with said defender that's in front of him. And he had to step back. He had a nice step back on Thaddeus Young on one play. And then there was another where he he felt he was fouled, looked like he was hurt, fell, but never even touched the foot of the defender. And they just closed out hard. I think it was Ananobi, as a matter of fact. Closed out on him. He landed with two feet instead of one foot. And he felt awkwardly. He didn't land on Ananobi's foot. But it was the fact of he had a good shot. And all the other stuff came earlier. So I don't mind a two for five when you are attacking the rim and getting good looks at the basket to convert your buckets that way. So he played a really good game, in my opinion. Those other numbers from Embiid stand out because he has the game high in 33. But Harden set the tone and did exactly what they asked of him, which is play aggressive looking for his. He shared the basketball early, but he was also getting his early. And that's the formula we're now seeing again, the formula that we saw early on when he first put on the Sixers uniform. Will it continue in the next round? I don't know. But as far as this game goes, this is exactly what we've been looking for. But when it comes to that next round against the Miami Heat, this is what's on film to say, see, this is exactly what we talked about. You can see the success that you can have, that we can have as an offense overall when you do this. And that's all they need to see from him to show him of what he needs to do. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Also got good bench production, Keith. While the numbers weren't large, like the 25 from Chris Boucher off the Toronto Raptors bench, I thought that they also had a solid game as well off the bench with Reed, probably his best game, nine points, four boards, six from Niang, and uh, two from Shake Milton. Furkan even got a run. We talked about him on our last episode, Keith. Furkan even got a run, and Doc mixed it up a little bit. But they got a good win. They get to move on to the next round. And uh, before we get to our final uh, piece of conversation that we wanted to talk about and get into some things here with the Sixers overall and the starting lineup as we get ready for the Miami Heat, we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk about the curious case now of Green and Thibel in the starting lineup and why it might be more important to start one over the other against the Miami Heat next on Locked On 76ers. Yeah, I mean, this thing, that's a lot to talk about. But what we're going to talk about right now is bet online. Bet online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league review, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, and the start of Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports and wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today 
or use your mobile device to learn more about trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts today. Now, let me tell you something, D. People need to do it today, people. Do it today. <laughs> do it today. Make sure you get in there and uh, to get those bets in. One game tonight. Only one game tonight. Memphis and Minnesota, I think it is. As all the other game series, first round series are done and the playoff matchups are set waiting for that one between Memphis and Minnesota, they will face the uh, Golden State Warriors in the next round out west. Well, Keith, Matisse, that will be available for he's now eligible to play against the Miami Heat for a full seven games. So. I want to talk about why I think it's important to keep Danny Green in the starting lineup. I think the cohesion that they've been able to develop through these six games is important to keep going through the next. There's no need in order to change things up as they get ready for this next series. There is an argument for Matisse Thibel. You have to get him going again to regain his confidence after that subpar performance in the three games that he stepped on the center's floor at home since he was unable to travel to Toronto. I think with what they got done against Toronto is important for them to keep it going against the Miami Heat. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, like Danny hasn't done anything to say that he he lost his spot. I mean, I mean, you know, yesterday he was at 12 points on four for seven shooting. I mean, what he does is he's in that corner and he creates spacing for the Sixers. Um, And he's also, you know, he he had one still. He did have two turnovers. But, you know, he he lost a step compared to the last couple of years. But at the same time, he's still one of their better 3 and D players, you know. So I don't see uh, Matisse coming back and taking it. And, and, you know, Matisse is a better defender on ball defender, actually a better defender trailing guys and stuff like that. But – he doesn't – you can't depend on Matisse to go four for seven from threes. You know what I mean? He may have a, a stretch where he hits a couple, but he struggles as a shooter. And Danny is just a more well-rounded player and might be better suited for their starting lineup as it is currently constructed because you need a shooter. So, yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem with Danny staying there all, at all. No, and, and, and Thibault is going to be important. His minutes are going to be important because they have so many good offensive players from uh, Butler to Lowry and Hero, Robinson coming off the bench, Gabe Vincent, whoever they decide to start. It's going to be important for you to have those wing defenders to be able to try to slow them down a little bit. So um, he will play some important minutes. And the other good part is, with Danny Green still starting, you don't have to tax him with the minutes that you had to, you were forced to play in that Raptors series. So now you can mix it up. Uh, things will go the way that they go with the flow of the game and Doc Rivers will get a feel of how to use them. But you do know now that your your bench is deeper and you may not have to dip into the cork as well like you did in this last game against the Raptors uh, just, to, just to get Danny Green a couple of minutes, just to get some other players a few more minutes and maybe not use Shake Milton out of position at times as well. You'll have Thibault here. He's never going to be the offensive threat that you're talking about, 
but defensively he's going to be very important but as far as the spacing goes i agree with you i think it's i think it's uh, okay to keep danny green there and, until further notice when we have to maybe look at it differently and decide that hey maybe doc rivers does need to look at this and change his mind but danny green has done nothing to your point of, of losing that starting role and both of them will play pretty big minutes in this next series against the Miami Heat. So it's a good problem to have now going into it. But Matisse, I will, uh, Keith, he definitely has to regain that confidence that he, we assume he had before the Raptors series because the last showing in that game five was not pretty, not pretty at all. No, I agree with you 100%. And I think he will get regain it, but he just will have to regain, regain it coming off the bench. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. All right, man. Well, listen, uh, appreciate it. Just checking in with you. And uh, next time we get together, we'll be previewing the game one on Monday night in Miami. We don't have a time yet, but we do have the dates starting on Monday and Wednesday in Miami, Friday and Sunday for games three and four in Philadelphia, and then five, six, and seven, if necessary, in this series. Keith, great win by the team as they move on and advance to the next round, tested by the Toronto Raptors. Hey, breaking, breaking, breaking. We do have a time, player. We do have times? The, the time, yeah, the time is at 7.30 on Monday. Um, Wednesday's game is also going to be 7.30. Okay. And then Friday's game is going to be 7 p.m. Okay. You got it. Sounds good. See, that's, what, that's why you come join us, Locked On 76ers, both – on the YouTube and the podcast forum. And we appreciate it. And with that being said, we want to thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. Next episode, we'll preview start of round two against Miami, game number one on Monday night. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, where Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the league every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, have a good one, man. Talk to you on well, you gotta tell the people though. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys on on Monday. But listen, our first thing I want I got a couple of things I want y'all to do. I want y'all to subscribe to this podcast wherever you can get you get your podcast at. Actually, I got three things to say. Number two, I want you guys to make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On 76ers YouTube channel. And the third thing is you got to do yourself a favor and follow my man, Divine G95, on, on Twitter. You see it right there, Divine G95 on Twitter. You can follow me as well. We keep you informed on all this stuff on the Sixers on different platforms. So you get this podcast, of course. But also, if you want to get some stuff for us during the day, make sure you follow my man at Divine G. 97 um 975 and me at Pompeii on Sixers. That's Peace. right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Keith. Thanks for that plug. I needed it. You <laughs> know, <laughs> you you good. You be good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Right. Enjoy the weekend and talk to you on Monday. All right, bro. Peace. Thanks.